Hello everyone, I'm Ali from Free Conversation Lovers. Hello, and I'm Amir. We're Free Conversation Lovers. We have interviews with professionals, tourism-related podcasts, and we are also going to have immigration-related podcasts in which we'll give you information about the best countries that most people want to immigrate to. Uh, today, we're going to speak about India. We have a guest from India, uh, Saurabh. Would you introduce yourself? Yeah. Thank you, Ali. Thank you, Amir. Uh, it's a pleasure for me. Like, you guys called me up here and, like, you guys having a podcast with me. So, I will introduce myself in my own language, which is Hindi, for the Indian viewers. Namaste, bhaiyo. Bhaiyo or bheno. Mera naam Saurabh Negi hai. Aur main Uttarakhand, Dharadun. शहर का निवासी हूं और मैं इंडिया में रहता इंडिया में रहता हूं और अभी करेंटली आई एम स्टडीइंग इन दिल्ली यूनिवर्सिटी व्हिच इज अ ग्रेट यूनिवर्सिटी इन इंडिया सो या आई एम ग्लैड टू टू स्पीक टू योर गाइस लेट्स कंटिन्यू थैंक यू आई रियली अप्रिशिएट दैट यू हियर वेलकम टू फ्री कन्वर्सेशन लवर्स आई होप वी कैन गिव लिसनर्स कूल इंफॉर्मेशन अबाउट इंडिया बट एवरीवन बिफोर लिसनिंग टू दिस पॉडकास्ट Please subscribe and hit that notification bell. Yeah, do it. And India, India or official Republic of India is a country in South Asia. It is the second most populous country, the seventh largest country by land area, and the most populous democracy in the world. And also, the population in India is more than 1.3 billion. so it crowded i think right what do you think like second largest in the world yeah it is pretty pretty not much that crowded like if you go to some places like in uttar pradesh like in the northeastern northwestern parts like the, these these uh, states are pretty much crowded but yeah we can see that the population density is not very much in the other parts of the country so people live here like we live together with with each other we share cultures and traditions so it's good yeah it's good yeah. to have a great population and like we are moving forward with it yeah exactly well uh the national flag of india is horizontal rectangular uh if you remember one of our previous podcasts uh it was about amazing facts about nepal and we spoke about nepal we also mentioned the nepal flag uh, which looks differently I mean, it's totally different from the other flags and you know, and the other countries. And it was like two triangles are stuck together. So, but uh, so if you want to hear more about that flag, please check out the podcast. That was good. The top saffron color indicates the strength and courage of the country. The white metal band indicates peace and truth with Dharma Chakra, and the green shows the fertility. Yes, exactly. It's it's actually beautiful. It's actually really beautiful. And let me see, you know, yeah. and it has also really beautiful, you know, landscapes. I don't know. Can you can you say some beautiful landscapes in your country? Yeah. Yeah, India is like uh if you guys ever visited India and all the people who are watching it who are from India know that India is a very diverse country and like if you go to any part of the country like it, if, if even if it's north south east west you'll find different like 
kind of aesthetics, different kind of landscape, landscapes, and like every part is covered with different kind of like geography. See the north northern northern part we have Himalayas, and most of the northern part is covered with mountains. Like we have mountain ranges, different, and and then the south you go, you will have you will see coastal areas, uh, and beaches and stuff. And the northeastern side you will see uh, snowfall, deltas and stuff. So India, like people, I love to visit in India. Not be like it is very beautiful, like to see the geography, to see the things. But the most important thing why people visit visit India is like is kind of the spirituality, which like which is there in the religion and so much religion and so much tradition is in is in there in India. So like people usually come here like to explore more about the like the inner peace and some and st- and thing. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we'll we'll gonna you know we are going to talk more about religions also. And yeah. the cows, you know, uh, the cows are protected by their own set of rules in in the constitution, and those are rules making killing cows a crime. Even in crowded city streets, cows have the freedom to roam where they want without fear of being harassed by humans. Is it right, you know, uh, cows considered sacred in India? Cows? Yeah. I mean cows. What is cows? Cows, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cow. Cow, like in India, like if you go, I have like it's very strange for me, like for the for the people, like for the people from, who comes from the foreign countries, especially from the Western countries like U.S., Canada, and even Australia. When people from other countries visit India and they go to McDonald's, they like they get astonished by seeing that the burgers they are like they are having there does not contain beef. So like it is strictly pro- prohibited in India. Like we consider consider cow as our like second mother, and that is because too because like India used to be a like 30% of Indian uh, GDP is is due to the agriculture, and like we like most of most of the ancestors we grew up as the farmers and like who used to farm cattle and stuff. So. In Indian culture, even if in even in my village, I am from Uttarakhand, and in my village, when we go to my village, we we uh, our grandparents used to have cows, and like we used to feed them, and they used to live with us in our home. So it is considered as, and we used to drink their milk. So it is considered as a, our mother, second mother, which provides us nutrition, and like helps children to grow to their fullest. So yeah, it is sacred and like you can if you like every foreigners come here and they get astonished by seeing the cows freely moving around in the streets and like like it's great. Yeah, so you how, don't eat how, beef. How right? do all the religions? Yeah, yeah. You don't eat beef, beef. is banned in India. Yeah. No, so no, there is no, no hamburgers. Not, not at all. Right. No, no hamburgers. <laughs> Only plain, yeah. like uh, you can have alu, McDonald's, alu tikki, and chicken. You can have chicken burger and mutton burger, not more than that. That is the yeah, most exactly. popular thing you 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 can eat from the non-vegetarian. 
point of view. Yes, well, cows are also considered sacred in Nepal. And uh, so we in, in this podcast and in the previous podcast that we talked about Nepal, we said the cows are considered in Nepal. And uh, yeah. we also asked uh, our Nepalese brand if they could eat beef in Nepal. And, he, you know, he said no. So it was actually the same thing that in India, cows are also say, uh, considered sacred and people are not allowed to eat beef. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. In the like the majority of uh, Indian people are that follows the religion, which is Hinduism, and Nepal. Nepal is the first country in the world which has declared itself as a uh, like Hindu Hindu country. So yeah, and the, it is due to the religion. Like uh, I I consider like the Islam people they eat beef and other stuff. But in uh, Hinduism, we prohibit it. Like uh, we consider, like we have a goddess, like the main god, the three god, uh, three main gods. One of which, which is Shiva, and the his ride is, uh, is cow. So yeah, it's very sacred in the Hindu religion, and Nepal being the Hindu uh, country, uh, like they also share the same ideas as we do. So yeah, it's all it. It sounds yeah, familiar. Exactly. Well, and uh, it's customary in India to eat food with your fingers, including rice, sauces, meats, and vegetables. Some people argue that to truly enjoy an authentic Indian curry, you must eat dish with your hands. Don't think about using a fork, knife, and a spoon while you're in India. Just watch how the locals do it and try finger food out for yourself. Indian people are expert in it. So isn't it hard for you to eat food with uh, with fingers? Like, do you eat uh, all of the foods with with, uh, with fingers? Uh, so yeah, yeah. Like people say, like in India, we like people have a pre notion that like people outside outside of India that we all eat our food with hands, but that's not the case. Like we do eat use spoons and forks to eat different kind of dishes. But yeah, we like for eating chapatis and bread, we use hands like to eat rice as well. Some people do uh, prefer hand to eating like to uh, get more into the flavors and like to eat with their hands. Like it it connects to them. So not not majority of people do that. But yeah, people some people enjoy eating like that. It's not like a strange thing in India. To like to find a person eating with their hands, yeah. So it's quite, quite enjoyable. Yeah. Well. You know, don't, yeah. don't all of the people don't do that, and and by not the, yeah. with, you don't really use hand with uh, a lot of you know. Yeah, yeah. Even in yeah, even in my family, I and my sister we use uh, spoons to eat food, like and the other food like uh, like chapatis and other stuff we use hands, but mostly we use spoons like but my my parents and my grandparents they and my some cousins as well they use hands to eat yeah so to eat food so like it depends on the person to person yeah yeah but it is not considered as strange in india like you will find people eating with their hands and enjoying their food yeah licking their fingers <laughs> And the next fact, you know, in India is the Hindu calendar has six seasons, you know. Typically in most countries, there is four seasons calendar. 
but India follows a six-season calendar spring summer monsoon autumn pre-winter and winter you know it's like six seasons right yeah 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 so the Hindu like the Hindu culture the, we, we have a different calendar which like the which most people do not follow but we have a different calendars and the when pe- when the child like when a newborn baby comes to like uh, when a new new baby borns into this world so that he he is named in hinduism according to that calendar and uh, uh, what should i say uh, pandit which is a uh, a priest in hindu culture he uh, he uh, he reads all of that calendar and he names out the children like he there is two names of the hindu hindu child which is born into the hindu family like which is uh, according to like when he is born and the um, one which is given by his parents so yeah that happens like we have six six season according to the hindu calendar and the monsoon season is uh, is is due to the uh, the, uh, the due to in, in monsoon season we experience rain in the northern uh, region of the india and it is like uh, this this is a short period of like 2 to 3 months where we uh, experience the northern part of india experience heavy rainfall so yeah like it's kind of different from other part because india is uh, located into the uh, it is called a peninsula peninsula and what is it called forgot it like it is it is covered with water from the three side and one side is land so like that makes a diff, different from the other countries it is not a full island and it's not uh, the like the land which is covered a uh, country which is covered from land from all side so it varies like the temperature and the seasons varies due to that because it is covered with uh, sea from the three sided and one side is covered with land so uh, yeah yeah and the top most uh, the northern part is covered with himalayas so that uh, due to that it uh, also the season varies according accordingly so generally yeah. if you want to describe the weather or climate how is it during the year is it most cold or hot yeah so as i said like india experience the uh, like india has a uh, we cannot like say that the india has this kind of weather because if you go to south southern part it is more closer to the tropic of cancer so uh, it it experience more of a heat like direct sun rays from the sun so it is kind of more hot there you can see that there is less rain and the winter the winters are short in the south southern region so and in the northern region you can see like there are there is snowfall the himalayas are covered with snowfall and if you go to the northeast there is a state in which is called chirapunji in india which is in northeastern air state it is it is said that it, this state uh, this city it experiences uh, rainfall all over like for the whole year like rainfall doesn't stop there and they build homes on the like on the pillars so that like they can uh, avoid avoid wet rain and stuff so yeah so uh, climate climate is varied accordingly to on which, in which state you are living if you are living in the northern state you will experience more 
winter and if you are living in a southern state you will experience more of a uh, summers like the temperature is more like humid humid and more warm so yeah you yeah. can see like there is a difference in the southern and northern india yeah. they experience different kind of seasons yeah yeah and that's it's more kind of because cool. it's it's a yeah. big country you know big it has yeah. a big area and let's uh, talk okay. about good places in india have you ever been in okay. have you ever been to taj mahal taj mahal no not yet like i have like i want to visit taj mahal someday but and until now not yet what have you like, heard I'm, about it i'm like currently i'm in i am 19 years old so i was born in 2001 so you can see i was uh i am going to be 20 in this july so like i was i joined university in another state i was in uh one state which is called uttarakhand and i joined in uh, the university in another state for the same reason like i wanted to go out of this place so that i will be more independent i will see more places and meet new people like currently i'm living in my parents and if i go to another another state for college i will be getting more independence and stuff but yeah you can see the corona thing happened and we are all locked up in our homes so it doesn't happen but yeah i'll if i get times like sooner or later i will see those places but yeah taj mahal like yeah. it is i don't know if it is still in the seven wonders of the world but it has been there for a long time, long period of time and like it is really great yeah exactly so i've heard stories like the the king who built it which is akbar like he it took took the uh, uh, the castle to build uh, like around 100 to 30 year 30 to 40 years of time to build that castle and uh, to be, to build taj mahal no, i should not call it castle but yeah the monument so and what happened the crazy part about is that he doesn't wanted like it's i don't know if it's true or not but th- this is like everybody know that in india that <laughs> the king what he did was when the castle was built like when the it was finished building and uh, taj mahal was there then all the labor and all the people who worked on the castle he cut cut off their hands so that that this monument cannot be replicated again so like this is kind of a story which all the people in india know and like yeah, yeah taj mahal all the foreign foreign people who may be watching this podcast like most most of the people uh, outside of uh, india know about this taj mahal because like it is well renowned in uh, in uh, in all over the world so yeah it's it's good yeah well it's good to visit yeah that's that, that was an amazing history of taj mahal i mean i i always wanted to visit india and i'm pretty sure that i'm going to visit india sometime soon and taj mahal yeah. is going to be the first place that i'm going to visit in india because it looks beautiful it looks amazing and because yeah. if there was just one symbol to represent all of india it would be the taj mahal and millions of tourists wake uh, make the trip to agra every year uh they wake up before down to see beautiful structure radiant at a radiant sunrise and uh the, the most recognizable feature is the white dome at the peak of the mausoleum often called the onion dome 
it rises to about 35 meters, uh, which is 115 feet, and is surrounded by four other domes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Taj Mahal is like the government. What they did was what about happening was with Taj Mahal was that uh, it, it is so much like popular in the world and so much tourists come to to visit in India, like it was really crowded around the city and it was so crowded that the pollution happened it it, it started corroding the marble that used that was made used make, making the taj mahal and it was turning like brownish and black yellow black so the government now did was like for the diameter of for the radius of 5 5 kilometers like there is no uh, this thing like you cannot do any business and stuff around the, this five kilometers of radius so that like it will protect the monument to not like deplete over the years yeah so that was a good decision for the government and yeah it shouldn't like th this is the beautiful thing that uh, that is present like it is one of the most beautiful thing that uh, one of the most beautiful place and uh, monument that people want to come and see in India so yeah people like the government wanna and the people wanna preserve it for the betterment of the like the future generation like to preserve the history and the culture yeah yeah and let's take a look at the next place the next place is Varana Varanasi I think yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the oh, oldest cities in the world, Varanasi is the holiest place in India. And the spiritual activities take place along the sacred Ganges River. Have you heard about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ganges. Ganges River. It is called Ganga in India, but like for the, like its English uh, name is Ganges. And it, like this, uh, that the god I told you about, who's like the ride is cow, the Shiva, Lord Shiva. The Ganges is considered that the uh, the Ganges is originated from his, uh, what should I say, from his hairs. Like it originates from his hairs for the first time. And it comes down from the Himalayas to the, to like, it is the one of the most sacred uh, rivers in India. And all the people, like all the devotees, go there and like have a bath, have a bath. And it is considered like if you uh, go there and and preserve some water from the Ganges and you uh, store it for like five to ten years, it won't like get spoiled. So like it happens. And all the like it is considered once a person uh, in the Hinduism, it is considered that if a person goes and uh, have a like have a bath in the Ganges River. And all his like sins will be washed off. So all the people once in a while go there and have a dip in the river. To like it is, it is ha like it has some some of the greatest sacred uh, uh, aspects considered to it. So it is one of the most popular and the Varanasi. It is it is next to the it uh, this city falls next to the banks of the river. It is in the bank of the river, so yeah, it is one of the sacred river, sacred city, as I say, I should say, because it, it is near the sacred river. So yeah, people go there and have bath in the Ganges River, 
and all the, it is surrounded with temple temples people go there pray meditate and all and do all the religious activity so yeah it is also a great place for the foreigner to visit like if you want to see how hinduism and how the indian culture really is and how do people uh, do their uh, like follow the religion follow the customs you can visit varanasi it's, it's a good place yeah it's really beautiful Yeah, exactly. Away. And, uh, another place. Another yeah. place. Uh, the next place is Ellora Caves in Kailasa Temple. Uh, have you ever been to this place? The Ellora no, Caves? No, not yet. No, 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 bro. Yeah. Uh, around 100 kilometers southwest, the Ellora Caves contain nearly uh, 3,000 Hindu carvings. The most famous of which is Kailasa Temple, Cave 16. Uh, I think that's what they call it. A massive structure okay. devoted to Lord Shiva that features life-size life elephant sculptures. The magnificent carvings at both sides will leave you filled with wonder. Yeah. yeah I'm learning so much from you guys. But I've heard of yeah. this <laughs> temple and it, it this is like a piece of an art and like you can see like this how, how can you do such kind of architect it is it is considered that it is it was carved out carved out of just one stone one big stone and it was like carved out a uh, carved out of that yeah it was made just out of a single stone and it was using a sickle and uh, it was just carved out of that the whole temple it it took like so many years to build this temple the elora caves and like it's it's a piece of art like if a person is interested in art and culture then you should go and visit the elora caves like you will be you will definitely be amazed by seeing how the great the architecture is of this and how the how the person mind works and how detailed work that has been done in this uh, elora caves yeah and, exactly yeah. because I believe and yeah. I believe that those people did a lot, you know. Those people did a lot of work to build this place because uh back yeah. then they didn't have access to technology, you know. They didn't have access to proper tools. So it must have taken them uh you know, it must have taken a long time to to build it to you know, just like you said it takes a long time to uh carve one stone. But now in this yeah. place we can see a lot of, you know, yeah, exactly. We can see a lot of them. Yeah. You know they yeah it's kind of fascinating like how the uh, old people like our older generation how like hard working were they and how like how creative their mind was how like how how did they build all of this and you can see most like many of the places in india which are like that and like most of the temples like they are a piece of art and architecture like you can see how like in in sculpting we say like you cannot Uh, work with like hastiness you cannot do a sculpting like if you if you do a one wrong step then you cannot undo it so you need to like be patient and follow the process and go slow with it and so much patience and preciseness and the and the the skills these guys guys had who built this place like you guys will be amazed by seeing like in this in the real life and i would also be wanting to visit someday and the next place is my story skeleton 
It's a really strange. Have you heard about it? Um, my story is lake. my story is skeleton lake. Uh, no, I haven't heard all that. Like it's it's a new for me too. Yes, it's my my sewer skeleton lake. Yeah, it's like my story. You know, it's a strange place that yeah, you yeah. can Mist find Mist Mist human. Skeleton lake. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can find human. Yeah, it it it, it is in my state. Yeah, where I live, it's in Uttarakhand, Rishul Massif, in Himalayas. Yeah, yeah. Where I live, I live in northern part of the uh, India, and yeah. Like in Uttarakhand, we can see Himalayas with the naked eyes. So yeah, Himalaya covers whole whole of the north, and like this this skeletal lake must be in some like in this Himalayan range as well. It is it is in Rup Kund, the high it is high altitude glacial lake in Uttarakhand state. Yeah, and yeah, uh, but I don't know about it. Yeah, yeah. check it. <laughs> you have to check it yeah. now. You know after this podcast, go and check it out. <laughs> and and give us the, the inform- yeah. more information, complete information to yeah, share it yeah. with the listeners. <laughs> uh, I will I will let you know guys when I, I visit this place, mystery skeletal lake yeah. where all the skeletons are being brought up. <laughs> and it it is let's thought that it, it is thought that the skeletons are the remains of people from the ninth century who who died during a severe hailstorm. It's really strange. It's, it's about ni- the people who were living ninth century. It's too strange. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. It is really strange. I don't know about this. Like, it's not that popular. And where I like in Uttarakhand, where I live, the famous places are Nainital, Rishikesh. Rishikesh is the most popular place for the foreigner people. Like we can see foreigner people roaming around in the like the. Uh, place of Rishikesh. Uh, it's like it's just 40 to 8, 40 to 45 kilometers from where I live. So, like, it is uh, basically people, foreigner people come here to like, like, there are a lot of meditation centers for the, they come here for yoga and spirituality basically. So, yeah, if you, if a person wants to like explore more about this, the Hindu culture and spirituality, they usually prefer Rishikesh because there are a lot of gurus out there and uh, the the sacred uh, river ganga also uh, passes through by, passes by that from there and yeah and people come there and like they practice yoga mm-hmm. and like for one to eight, one to two years and they learn more about india so like the, in uttarakhand where i live this rishikesh is one of the famous places and the second place is nanital where like the most it is uh, famous for the lake, which is called the Nani Lake, uh, from where its name is derived from, the Nani Lake, and like basically in the winter season, in the month of uh, January and Feb, Feb, Jan, and December, they 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 experience rainfall there, the snowfall there. So yeah, people come there and yeah, they experience the mountains and the snowfall. And they they can do scuba diving. Uh, what is that? In Rishikesh, we have uh, this uh, river river rafting, rafting and bungee jumping. We have these kind of adventure sports also. And the third thing, which is most important, is uh, 
ट्रैकिंग द ट्रैकिंग इज द मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट मोस्ट पॉपुलर थिंग इन टू डू इन वेमेन द पर्सन कम्स टू इंडिया सो या यू कैन गो टू ट्रैक लाइक देर आर लॉट ऑफ ट्रैक टू माउंटेन पीक्स एंड स्टाफ सो या देर इज लॉट ऑफ पॉइंट टू डू लाइक इन द नॉर्दर्न पार्ट इफ अ पर्सन विजिटिंग इन द नॉर्दर्न पार्ट इन उत्तराखंड यू कैन डू ट्रैक्स यू कैन डू राफ्टिंग यू कैन एक्सपीरियंस नो फॉल यू कैन गो फॉर द स्परिचुअलिटी यू कैन गो फॉर योगा एंड या देर इज लॉट टू एक्सप्लोर इन इन इंडिया इन द नॉर्दर्न साइड सो या Yeah, and I have. Like, I do have to check this place out. Yeah, and I have a little lake. Yes, I just wanted to ask you a question. If you want to be really yeah. honest with the listeners, do you really suggest people to visit India? Yeah, definitely, bro. Yeah, if the person is avid traveler, then the India should be the top most country that you need to visit it because. Uh, the places the diversity the culture the people different kind of people and different kind of religion different kind of like there are 28 uh, national languages in india so like there is so much difference in how the people are brought up how the people think how the people behave and how this culture works and how the society works you can go to another state and you will see like there is a whole whole lot of different world And you go to northern part you will experience different kind of atmosphere you will see different kind of people and you go to another part you will see different kind of so it's full of it is rich of culture and diversity so i it, i i i strongly suggest every person who is watching this video that india should be in your top most list uh, top most country to visit if if you are an avid traveler and you want to visit uh, and also like if a person is visiting india like it's it's not that much it not that it will not cost them that much if you are going to like india one country france paris germany like you will have a decent stay here people are nice and like people are nice and they will help you guide like they will guide you through you can you will have a good time in india here like definitely you should you should definitely come to india and we welcome yeah. you yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. you all thank you actually you can yeah, you I can mean, see different kind of different things in india the religion the people uh, the culture yeah. the the nature it's really you know many things you can find in it yeah 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 it's full of because culture, yeah. yeah yeah like uh yeah like you know this uh this is pillows and lake is really strange for me And uh, I already got a list of creepy places that I'm gonna, you know, that I'm gonna visit in the future. So starting with the the Conjuring House, you know, the Conjuring House from the Conjuring movie. And I think I should <laughs> add, you know, Mr. Yeah, <laughs> to this list. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Lee. Yeah, you can, yeah. you can. Yeah, the the if you're talking about the haunted places, like there is a place in Rajasthan, which is like mostly desert. and uh there is a place called bhangar and it is like a deserted uh, temple and it is considered like the top 10 most haunted places in india so if you are looking for that like it it is banned like people cannot go there in night and people have tried and they have they were like uh, uh, gone like they were missing so yeah 
so you can visit it in day like it is one of the haunted places in india one like i don't i i think it is in top 3 probably so yeah if we are talking about haunted places you can visit in, in that in rajasthan yeah 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 exactly and thank you thank you man we really enjoyed yeah. with you you know it, it was yeah, a good also, conversation with you thank you yeah. thank you for your time thank you thank you guys thank you very much i love you guys and thank you for the and all the people who listen yeah. to our podcast Yeah. Yeah, thanks. And for all the listeners. Yeah. And all to to all the listeners like we we I am I as a Indian like I represent my country and I welcome you all if you want to ever come to India and for like anything like any studies uh to to explore the culture, to visit new places, to meet people, to find peace in your life. Then you are most welcomed here. And we will be uh We will do our best to make your stay happy and enjoyable. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you guys yeah. for having me in the uh, podcast. Yeah, thanks for uh, for joining our podcast. It was, uh, you know, it, I really appreciate it. And uh, to the listeners, enjoy the podcast. Thank you, everyone. Uh, and once again, please subscribe and leave comments. We need your comments. And till next. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who listened to our podcast. See you in the next episode. Leave comments and subscribe. Goodbye. Welcome to the Jack Bosma podcasting channel on Anchor FM. We encourage listeners to donate and sponsor our activities so that we can grow our community. and become very active. These donor and sponsorship requests are very important. We also suggest that subscribers and viewers provide us with a video message upon reviewing our content. Please ensure that the video message is titled and references a specific podcast. That way we can add comments that are made in a video message to our presentations. This is also a very important interaction. Thank you very much for viewing our content and invite others.